Alright guys, welcome back to episode 4 of the Dunkathon podcast. Um, today we are going to go over Summer League games from Friday up until the last time I recorded to Sunday. And also kind of preview the championship game, which people that are watching the video podcast can see what that championship match is there. So we'll go over that, kind of preview that there. And then we will kind of talk about some trade rumors that kind of with Dave and all that and Tyler Hero. And there was one with the Pistons that kind of talk about, kind of get my opinions on it since I'm a Pistons fan. Um, and I think that'll pretty much do it. Uh, sorry kind of for the lackluster of content on these podcast episodes. There's just not much, you know, going on. And I don't really want to uh, kind of get into the fantasy draft rankings and all that quite yet. I kind of want to save that for kind of end of July, August, kind of, because that's when fantasy drafts kind of start up and all that. And college basketball, there's just, I mean, it's the off season for them and all that. So, so yeah, we're just kind of doing what we can do here. Um, so, yeah, I guess we'll get into it. Uh, first matchup on Friday that we will cover is the Washington Wizards versus the OKC Thunder. And in this, the Washington Wizards beat the OKC Thunder 105-89. to Leading the way for the Thunder would have been Jared Butler, who had 21 points, 4 assists, 3 rebounds. Uh, shot 57 from field goal, 50 from the three-point line, 100% from free throw. Case uh, of Wallace had a decent game there. 10 points, 2 steals, 2 assists, a rebound. Shot 37.5% uh, from field goal, 50 from three, 50 from the line. You also had Ojman Dang, who had 17 points, a block, a steal, 5 assists, 5 rebounds. Shot 41% from field goal, 42 from three, 100 from the line. Captain George, 9 points, assist, 6 rebounds, 40% from field goal, 50 from three, 0 from the free throw line. Um, kind of forgot Ty Ty Washington was on the uh, OKC Thunder now. Forgot, God, he got traded a couple times in there. Uh, he played, didn't really have that good of a game, 4 points. Uh, to assist the shot 40 from field goal there. And then looking at the Washington Will Wizards, uh, Kulabali led the way for the, well, was one of the leading uh, people for the Washington Wizards. Had 19 points, 4 blocks, 3 assists, 4 rebounds. Shot 50% from field goal, 100% from 3, 88 from the line. Leading scorer was actually the 10th overall pick last year, and Johnny Davis had 22 points, a block, 3 assists, 2 rebounds, shot 52 from field goal, 75 from 3, 50 from the line. He needs to kind of play like that to uh, prove himself after being a bust last year in his rookie year. Was absolute horrible, probably the worst rookie in the lottery, you could argue there. Um, Kyle Alexander had 12 points, 2 blocks, 3 rebounds, shot 100% from field goal, 100% from the line. Um, but yeah, I think that pretty much does it. Um, but yeah, good one there for the Washington Wizards. Good, uh, good proof game by, uh, Johnny Davis and Koulibaly there. So, that's good game for both of them there. And then the next one we have is the Los Angeles Clippers taking on the Philadelphia 76ers. The Clippers won 102-91. to Leading the way for the Clippers would have been Kobe Brown, who dropped 35 points, 2 blocks, 4 steals, 3 assists, 8 rebounds, shot 68% from field goal, 70 from the 3-point line, 100% from free throw. Also had Xavier Moon, who had 17 points, a block, a steal, three assists, four rebounds. Shot 37 from field goal, 28 from the three-point line, 100% from free throw. Uh, 
Keonton Wallace had 14 points. Uh, Steal, four assists, a rebound, shot 55 from field goal, 40 from three, 100% from the line. Uh, I think that pretty much does it for them. And then leading the way for the Sixers would have been Jaden Springer, who had 15 points, three blocks, five steals, one assist, five rebounds, shot 36 from field goal, 20 from three, 66 from the line. Uh, had multiple double-digit scores. Had Springer, Javante Smart, Greg Brown the third, Lewis King, and Ricky Council the fourth. All had double digits. Uh, Jordan Tucker had nine points there too. So that pretty much does it there. But yeah, good dominating win for the Clippers there. Um, next is the. Uh, New York Knicks beating the Boston Celtics 97-89. Uh, leading the way would have been uh, Delano Banton, who had 18 points, one block, two assists, nine rebounds, shot 58 from uh, field goal, 33 from the three, 66 from the free throw line. That was the leading score for Boston. Um... Jay Scrub had 16 points, a steal, two assists, six rebounds, shot 45 from field goal, 66 from three, 100% from the line there. Uh, also had Justin Champagne, who uh, had 14 points, a block, assist, three rebounds, shot 50 from field goal, 44 from three, 0% from the line. Uh... Had some other double-digit scores there. And then leading the way for the Knicks would have been Charlie Brown Jr., who had 27 points, a block, two steals, five assists, seven rebounds, shot 62.5 from the field goal, 55.6 from the three-point line, 100% from free throw. Isaiah Roby had a decent game, 17 points, a block, a steal, two assists, five rebounds, shot 66 from field goal, 100% from three. 66 from the line. Uh, Trevor Keels had 20 points, steal, three assists, three rebounds, shot 70% from field goal, 80 from three, 66 from the line. There. Jalen Harris had 11 points, uh, three steals, three assists, two rebounds, 55 from field goal, 33 from the line, or 33 from three, excuse me, and 0% from the free throw line there. So, Isaiah Roby, yeah, had 17 points, a block, a steal, two assists, five rebounds, 66 from field goal, 100% from three, 66 from line. I think I already mentioned that, my bad. Um, but yeah, good one there for the New York Knicks. Despite, I mean, despite all you having a 20-point score, 27, 17, and 11, like, that's pretty good, but they had a lot of double-digit scores in the, Boston, in the Boston Celtics and just couldn't get it done, so kind of crazy there, but good one for the New York Knicks there. And then next we had the Dallas Mavericks taking on the Indiana Pacers. Uh, Dallas won that one 112-91, leading the way for Dallas would have been A.J. Lawson with 24 points, 2 steals, 4 rebounds. 83 from field goal, 66 from 3, and 100% from the line. Uh, also had Jordan Walker who had 21 points, 2 steals, 8 assists, 1 rebound, 38 from field goal, 45 from 3, 66 from the line. There. Um, also had OMP who had... 18 points, a steal, assist, 5 rebounds, 58 from field goal, and 100% from the free throw. Uh, kind of a disappointing game for Derek Lewis, or, yeah, sorry, I'm getting UFC on the mind. Uh, Derek Lively, who had 9 points, a block, 2 assists, 8 rebounds, 37.5 from field goal, 50 from the free throw line. Kind of not that great of a game for 
your future setter, but it is what it is there. Uh, Jordan Walker, yeah, 21 points. Uh, two steals, eight assists, one rebound. Yep. Um, Mike Miles Jr. had 13 points, two a steal, two assists, four rebounds, shot 46 from field goal, 50 from the line there. So, but yeah, pretty much does it for them. And then for the Pacers, leading the way would have been Ben Shepard, who had 19 points, a steal, two assists, two rebounds, shot 53 from field goal, 50 from three. There, uh, Kendall Brown had 14 points, a steal, assist, six rebounds, 62 and a half from field goal, 100% from free throw. Jarris Walker didn't have that bad of a game, 13 points, a block, two assists, five rebounds, 28 from field goal, only 10% from three, which one of 10, not good there. Um, Oscar Shibway, an undrafted player out of Kentucky. 7.7 rebounds, 2 assists, 60 from field goal, 33 from the free throw line. There, so pretty much does it there for them. But, yeah, good win for the Dallas Mavericks there. That loss of Walker combined for 45, that, that'll that play a big factor there. And then we had uh, NBA Finals rematch here in Summer League. The Denver Nuggets taking on the Miami Heat. Excuse me, Denver getting the 112 to 81 win there. Uh, leading the way for the Miami Heat would have been uh, Jeremy Boyai. How do you say his name there? Uh, 20 points, a steal, three assists, six rebounds, 43 from field goal, 25 from three, 83 from the line. Um, Patrick Gardner, or yeah, Gardner. Also had 14 points, 6 rebounds, 41 from field goal, 57 from 3 there. Hobby Hawkins did not play there. Uh, pretty much does it there. And then leading the way for the Denver Nuggets would have been Julian Strother, who had 23 points, a steal, 4 assists, 6 rebounds, 53 from field goal. 57 from 3, 83 from the line. Or no, excuse me, Hunter Thompson led the way. Uh, he was the, Swather was the second leading scorer there. Uh, Hunter Tyson had 31 points, 2 assists, 4 rebounds, 84 from field goal, 77 from 3, 100% from the line. Uh, also had Andrew Funk, who had 14 points, Four assists, four rebounds, 55 from field goal, 57 from three. Colin Gillespie only had three points there. Jalen Pickett uh, from Penn State, I believe, had 11 points, a block, a steal, four assists, three rebounds, 55 from field goal, 50 from three. There, pretty much it there. So, yeah, good one there for the. Uh, Denver Nuggets in a NBA Finals rematch. Uh, then we had uh, my Detroit Pistons taking on the San Antonio Spurs. Now, in this, the Pistons got the win, but they had to score, what was it, like 20-some points or something. Same with, like, the Spurs. Like, each team had to win and score, like, a certain amount of points to make the playoffs. Or win by a certain amount of points to make the playoffs. Uh, Detroit edged out the San Antonio Spurs 79-73. So none of the Pistons did not make the Summer League playoffs. Which sucks, but it is what it is. Um, leading the way for the Spurs would have been Dominic Barlow. Who had uh, 19 points, a block, 2 assists, 11 rebounds, 66 from field goal. 50 from the free throw line. Also had Blake Wesley who had 10 points. Assist, 8 rebounds. Shot, 17 from field goal. 80 from the free throw line. Uh, did not have, obviously, Victor. 
I don't even think Sidney Sissoko played. Oh, yeah, he did there. Uh, six points, one block, one steal, two assists, five rebounds, 33 from field goal. That was it for Sidney Sissoko. Uh, pretty much does it there. Uh, leading the way for the uh, Pistons would have been a Sir Thompson, our fifth overall pick, who had 18 points, a steal, two assists, 14 rebounds. 50 from field goal, 40 from three, 66 from line. If he can put up this in his rookie year, a stat line like this consistently in his rookie year, I will be happy with that, with him as the person that we drafted at fifth overall. Um, we also had Marcus Sasser, who was the 25th overall pick, had 10 points, assist, one rebound, 35 from field goal. We'll get into his... Uh, Better game later on that they had yesterday. Uh, also had Malcolm Sa Sa Sazalon, I think is how you say it. Sounds about right. Had 16 points, uh, one steal, four rebounds, shot 42 from field goal, 25 from three, 50 from the line. Uh, pretty much does it there. But yeah, good win for the. Detroit Pistons to, I think, improve to it would have been 3-1, and one, I think. Because I think they were 2-1 and one coming into this. So, not that bad there. And then we had the Utah Jazz taking on the Phoenix Suns. Uh, Utah edging out the Phoenix Suns 97-93. to 93, uh, Leading the way for the... Uh, Utah Jazz would have been former UCLA guard Johnny Juzang, who had uh, 24 points, 4 assists, 7 rebounds, shot 43 from field goal, 33 from 3, 70 from the line. Then he had Lucas, or Luka Samanik, who had 22 points, 2 blocks, a steal, 4 assists, 6 rebounds, 53 from field goal, 50 from 300% from the line. Uh... Colby Ross had 10 points there as well. Mitch, or, yeah, Porter had 11 points to assist six rebounds there. So, very much does it there. And then leading the way for the uh, Phoenix Suns would have been Grant Sherfield, who had 23 points. Three steals, two assists, four rebounds, 52 from field goal, 45 from three. Uh, decent game there for him. Also had uh, uh, Gabe Brown, who had 13 points, a block, two steals, one assist, six rebounds, 40 from field goal, 20 from three, 100% from the line there. Uh, Hunter Hale had 12 points. Two assists, a rebound, 41 from field goal, 40 from three there. So pretty much does it there. But, yep, good good close win there for the uh, Utah Jazz. I'm going to have to go back and rewatch all these games. Of the, maybe today I'll kind of start doing that there. And then we had the Memphis Grizzlies taking on the L.A. Lakers. Memphis winning this contest 100-69, to so kind of a big one there. Um, leading the way for the Memphis Grizzlies would have been David Roddy, who had 21 points, 3 assists, 5 rebounds, 72 from field goal, 40 from 3, 75 from the line. Also had Jake uh, Lavaria, who had 20 points, 2 blocks, assist, 5 rebounds, 50 from field goal, 37.5 from 3, 75 from the line. Kenneth Lofton with 11 points, a block, assists, 6 rebounds, 30 from field goal, 36 from 3, and 25% from th uh, free throw there. Also had Vince Williams Jr., 11 points, 11 rebounds, 1 block, 2 steals, 3 assists, 42 from field goal, 40 from 3, 100% from the line there. Also had Gigi Jackson, who dropped 15, uh, 3 assists, 5 rebounds, 54 from field goal, 60 from 3 there. 
Uh, had someone else drop 12 points there, so really solid game there. And then leading the way for the Lakers would have been uh, LJ Figueroa, I think is how you said something like that. Uh, 15 points, a steal, 2 assists, 5 rebounds, 70 from field goal, 100% from 3. Uh, Cole Sweeter had um, 14 points, a steal, assist, 9 rebounds. 41 from field goal, 37.5 from 3, 50 from the line. Jalen Hood Shafino dropped 8, 2, 2 steals, uh, assist, and 5 rebounds. 17 from field goal, 22 from 3. Pretty much does it there. So, yeah, good dominating one there for the Memphis Grizzlies. And then we had the. Charlotte Hornets taking on the Minnesota Timberwolves with Charlotte having a 109 to 92 win. Uh, leading the way for the Hornets would have been Amari Bailey, who had 17 points, a block, three assists, three rebounds, 50 from field goal, 50 from three, 50 from the free throw line. So, really solid, I mean, average efficiencies there from Mari Bailey in that game. Uh, Nathan Metish had uh, 14 points, one assist, six rebounds, 85 from field goal, 50 from the free throw line there. Also had James Najee who dropped 10 points, five blocks, a steal, assist with four rebounds, 60 from field goal, 80% from free throw. Uh, Xavier Steed dropped 9 points, 2 blocks, 2 steals, 3 assists, 4 rebounds, 30 from field goal, 40 from 3, 55 from the free throw line there. And then leading the way for the Timberwolves would have been Javante Cook, who had 16 points, 2 assists, 1 rebound, 77 from field goal, 50 from 3. Also had uh, Wendell Moore Jr. who had 15 points, 2 steals, 2 assists, 2 rebounds, 50 from field goal, 16% from 3, 100% from the free throw line. Also had Leonard Miller who dropped 13 with 1 steal, 1 assist, 7 rebounds, 28 from field goal, 33 from 3, 100% from the line. Also had Josh Minute, however you say his name. Last in there. Uh, 13 points, 2 blocks, 4 rebounds, 50 from field goal, 75 from the free throw line. Uh, went over Javante Cook there. Wendell Moore, DJ Karen, or Carton had uh, 11 points with 7 assists, 2 rebounds, 36 from field goal, 66 from 3, 50 from the free throw line there. So... Pretty much does it there. Only one person did not play for the Minnesota Timberwolves. That, but good win there for the uh, Charlotte Hornets there. And then next we have the Toronto Raptors taking on the Golden State Warriors with the Toronto Raptors beat Golden State 108 to 101. Um, leading the way for Golden State would have been Lester. Quinnos, or Quinnos, however you say his name there, had 32 points, 2 blocks, 3 steals, 6 assists, 40, or, yeah, 40 rebounds, 4, four rebounds, excuse me, uh, 47 from field goal, 44 from 3, 92 from the line, uh, Trace Jackson Davis, 18 points, 2 blocks, 2 steals, 2 assists, 10 rebounds, 66 from field goal, 50 from the line. Uh, Brandon Podzemski, 11 points, 1 steal, 5 assists, 6 rebounds, 30 from field goal, 100% from the line. Uh, I think that pretty much does it there for that. And then leading the way for the Toronto Raptors would have been uh, Joe Weiskamp, I think is how you say it. Uh, 27 points. A steal, assist, two rebounds, 72 from field goal, 
50 from three, 100% from the line. Grady Dick had 21 points, a block, two steals, five rebounds, 50 from field goal, 60 from three, 66 from the line. Moses Brown had six points, two steals, six rebounds, 66 from field goal, 100% from the free throw line. I think that pretty much does it there. Yeah, that pretty much does it. No other notable names there. But good close one there for the Toronto Raptors. Edging out the uh, really good team normally at Golden State. So Then we had the Sacramento Kings taking on the Milwaukee Bucks. Sacramento takes down Milwaukee 92-84. to Leading the way for the Bucks would have been Chris Livington, who had 22 points, 2 steals, 2 assists, 5 rebounds, 64 from field goal, 57 from the free throw line. Taco Fall didn't have that good of a game, 4 points, a block, 5 rebounds, 66 from field goal there for him. Uh, Craig Reynolds, Reynold, yeah, had 20 points. A block, a steal, eight assists, two rebounds, 27 from field goal, 17 from the three, and 100% from the free throw line there. So that pretty much does it there. And then leading the way for the Sacramento Kings would have been Jalen Slauson, who had 17 points, a block, two steals, Four assists, seven rebounds, 66 from field goal, 50 from three, 88 from the free throw line. Um, also had, uh, I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name there, but he had 16 points, assist, two rebounds, 57 from field goal, 50 from three, 100% from the line. Uh, slow, Slowlin. Boehm, I think is that something like that. Boehm is, uh, I think, how his last name's said there. But really solid game there for him. Uh, Mike Dumb had, or Dunn, Dunn, yeah, however you say his name, had 14 points, assist, 7 rebounds, 45 from field goal, 28 from 3, 100% from the line. Um... Yeah, I think that pretty much does it there. No other really notable names. Uh, Kessler Edwards did not play there for the Kings, but they didn't need him, so they ended up getting the 92-84 win there. And then uh, we have the Chicago Bulls taking on the Washington Wizards with the Bulls getting a 5-point win here, 90-85. to Leading the way for the... Um, Washington Wizards would have been Julius Bedard, who had 17 points, a steal, two assists, six rebounds, 62.5 from field goals, 66 from three, 100% from the line. Also had Tristan Vukushev, however you say his last name there, had 15 points, assist, eight rebounds, 30 from field goal, 25 from three, 83 from the line. Also had DJ Stewart, who dropped 20 or 13 points, three rebounds, 60 from field goal, um, 33 from three, and 0% from the free throw line. Uh, I think that pretty much does it there. And then leading the way for the... Um, Chicago Bulls would have been Javon Freedom Liberty, who had 24 points, two blocks, a steal, five assists, seven rebounds, 50 from field goal, 50 from three, 62 and a half from the line. Dale and Terry had 20 points, a block, four assists, five rebounds, 70 from field goal, 80 from three, 100% from the line. Um, yeah, that pretty much does it for all the notable names on the Bulls there. So, uh, good, very close game here between the Chicago Bulls and the Washington Wizards. Chicago edging about 90-85. Then we had the... <clears throat> excuse me. We had the uh, Boston Celtics taking on the Orlando Magic. 
with Boston taking a 94 to 77 win. Uh, leading the way for the uh, Boston Celtics would have been Vincent Valero Bonin, who had uh, 13.6 blocks. Or no, sorry. 13 points, one block, three assists, six rebounds, 50 from field goal, 50 from 300% from the line. He had six turnovers, is the six I was reading there. Um, yeah, I mean, Jordan Walsh had 12 points, steal, assist, four rebounds, 50 from field goal, 66 from three, 100% from the line. Yeah, that pretty much does it for them. And then leading the way for the Magic would have been Robert Baker II, who had 15 points, a block, 2 assists, 11 rebounds, 42 from field goal, 25 from 3, 100% from free throw. Uh, also had Elijah Hughes, who had um, 13 points, a steal, 2 assists, 5 rebounds, 38.5 from field goal, 30 from 3 there. So, pretty much does it there for that. Uh, so, yeah, good uh, good one there for the Boston Celtics there. Then we have the Denver Nuggets taking on the New York Knicks. Um, with the uh, Denver, ta or Denver edging out the Knicks, excuse me there, 89 to 86. Leading the way for the Nuggets would have been Julian Swather, who had 25 points, uh, block, a steal, two assists, nine rebounds, 50 from field goal, 45 from three, 66 from the line. Hunter Thompson had 17 points, a block, two steals, assists, six rebounds, 38 and a half from field goal, 42 from three, 80 from the free throw line. There, Jalen Pickett, 11 points. Six assists, four rebounds, 45 and a half from field goal, 25 from three. Uh, pretty much does it there. And then leading the way for the New York Knicks would have been QJ Peterson, who had 25 points, two steals, two assists, six rebounds, 47 from field goal, 33 from three, 85 from the line. Um... Michael Foster Jr. dropped 17 points, 3 blocks, steal, 2 assists, 7 rebounds, 50 from field goal, 50 from 3. Uh, Trevor Keels had 15 points, 4 assists, 2 rebounds, 41 from field goal, 14 from 3, 0% from the free throw line. Uh, pretty much does it there, but yeah, good, uh, good win there for the, uh, good, very close one there for the Denver Nuggets. And then to recap the Saturday's games, we had the Phoenix Suns defeating the Memphis Grizzlies 102 to 79. Uh, not very many high scoring here for the uh, for the Memphis Grizzlies. You had uh, Tyreek Bimbovic, how do you say his? Last name there. Uh, 13 points, a block, a steal, assist, 50 from field goal, 42 from three. Also had Amino Muhammad, who had 13 points as well. Three assists, four rebounds, 55 from field goal, 50 from the free throw line. Uh, not many notable names on there. Uh, then he had... Uh, Kamara who or Kamara who had uh, 20 points, two blocks, assists, 10 rebounds, 36 from field goal, 25 from three, 91 from the line. That led the way for the uh, Phoenix Suns. Also had Eugene Gray or German who had 18 points. Uh, one steal, three assists, three rebounds, 58 from field goal, 60 from three, 50 from the line. Gabe Brown didn't really have that good of a game there. Uh, Hunter Hale dropped 16 points with a steal, two assists, two rebounds, 
66 from Phil Hold, 66 from three. Uh, but yeah, I think that pretty much does it there. So good close one there for the, or all, not a good close one, but a good one there for the Phoenix Suns, 102 to 70, 79. Uh, then we, to go into Sunday's game, we had the, let me just get them all up here real quick. We had some really good games here on uh, Sunday. I guess we'll just go in reverse order here. Uh, which one did I just put? The Sixers there. A lot of sec I got lost here. Uh, Sixers, New Orleans. Sixers. Wait, is it going? Okay. So, Hawks. So, I need this one. Okay. Sorry about that, guys. There. Uh, so, to kick off Saturday, or Sunday, excuse me, uh, recap, we had the... Clippers taking on the Lakers with the Lakers edging out the Clippers 104 to 103. Uh, leading the way for the Lakers on Sunday would have been Deboy Hodge, who had 23 points, a block, five steals, three rebound or three assists, five rebounds, 53 from field goals, 63 from the three-point line, 100% from uh, free throw. Also had LJ Figueroa, or however you say his last name, had 13 points, two assists, seven rebounds, with uh, 76 from field goal, 42 from the free throw line. Uh, Cole Switter, yeah, had 21 points, a block, assist with three rebounds, 63 from field goal. 55 from 3, 100% from the line. Maxwell Lewis didn't have that good of a game. Yeah, I think that pretty much does it there. Um, and then leading the way for the Clippers would have been Xavier Mood, who had 21 points two, or with a block, 2 steals, 10 assists, 8 rebounds, 63 from field goal, 80 from 3, 100% from the line. Also had um, Broderick Thomas, who had 12 points, 2 assists, 2 rebounds, shot 62.5 from field goal, 25 from 3, 100% from the line. Uh, pretty much Jason Preston had 10 points with a steal, 6 assists, 5 rebounds, 55 from field goal there for him. But yeah, pretty much does it there. So good one there for the good close one there for the uh, LA Lakers. And then we had the Philadelphia 76ers edging out the New Orleans Pelicans 117 to 114, leading the way for the um, Sixers would have been DJ. Stewart, who had uh, 36 points, a steal, 6 assists, 5 rebounds, shot 65 from field goal, 50 from the 3-point line, 83 from 3. Also had uh, Javante Smart, who had 23 points, 3 steals, 9 assists, 2 rebounds, shot 52 from field goal, 55 from 3. There, so it's a solid game there for him. Greg Brown had 18 points, two blocks, nine rebounds, shot 64 from field goal, made missed his only three, shot zero percent, zero percent from free throw. Uh, I think that does it for them. And then leading the way, the Pelicans would have been former Ohio State. Grad E.J. Liddell, who had 23 points, um, a steal, 
two assists, two rebounds, shot 70 from field goal, 50 from three, 100% from the free throw line. Dyson Daniels, 12 points, eight assists, 11 rebounds, 40 from field goal. There for him. Jordan Hawkins, the 14th overall pick, had 16 points with four steals, two assists, five rebounds, 42 from field goal, 37 and a half from three, 100% from the line. Uh, yeah, does it there. But yeah, good win there. Good close one there for the uh, Sixers, even though I feel like the, well, the 36 points by DJ there will play a big factor into that. Uh, then we had our one of our first semifinal games here. It was between the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Brooklyn Nets, with Cleveland edging out Brooklyn to advance to the title game, 102 to 99. Uh, leading the way for the Brooklyn Nets would have been Jalen Wilson, who had 22 points, four assists, 11 rebounds, 30 from field goal, 33 from three. 85 from the line. Also had Amadi Brooks, who had 22 points as well, with an assist, three rebounds, 53 from field goal, 55 from three, 100% from the line. Kennedy Chandler dropped 11 with two steals, seven assists, four rebounds, 31 from field goal, 16 from three. David Duke Jr. dropped... Uh, 10 points there as well. Yeah, pretty much does it for them. And then leading the way for the Cavaliers would have been Isaiah Mobley, who had 23 points, 2 blocks, steal, 5 assists, 7 rebounds, 60 from field goal, 33 from 3, 80 from the free throw line. Also had Abani Bates, who had 20 points, 7 rebounds. 61.5 from field goal, 80 from three. There, solid game there for the former or Eastern Michigan grad, I should say, though. Um, but yeah, Sam Burrell also had 19 points as well. Craig Porter had 12. So, very, very good game here. I'm going to have to go back and rewatch this one, especially. But uh, yeah, Cleveland is one half of your title game for tonight. So. At the edging out the Brooklyn Nets 102 to 99. Then we had the Pistons taking on the Pacers. I think this was for like fifth place or something like that. Uh, Pistons winning that game, winning 100 to 85. Um, leading the way for the Pistons would have been Marcus Sasser, who dropped uh, uh, Summer League high in points with 40 points. A block, a steal, five assists, three rebounds, 64 from field goal, 55 from 300% from the line. So really solid game for him. I think he's going to be a stud for this Pistons roster. And that there. Also had uh, Stanley Umade, however you say his last name there. And 13 points, a block, nine, nine rebounds, 46 from field goal, 20 from three. Um, did not play a Sar Thompson at all there. Uh, Ronan had eight points, chipped in with eight. Xavier Simpson had 10 points. But yeah, that pretty much does it for the Pistons Allied. And then leading the way for the Pacers would have been Isaiah Wong, who had... 24 points, 3 assists, uh, shot 46 from field goal, 71 from the 3, 63 from the line. Uh, yeah, Ben Shepard had 12 points with an assist, 2 rebounds, 45 from field goal, 33 from the line. Yeah, pretty much does it there, but good win there to uh, end out Summer League for my Detroit Pistons. Like I said, I think finished 3-1, and 4-1, one, one, something like that. So, um, Then we have the Utah Jazz taking on the Houston Rockets with Houston um, edging out a 115-101 win there. 
uh, leading the way for the Utah Jazz, had multiple 20-point-per-game scores. Um, all of them, all three of these guys had uh, 20 points here. Had Colby Ross, who had 20 points, a steal, six assists, six rebounds, 43 from field goal, 30 from three, 75 from the line. Also had Mitch Port or Potter, who had 20 points as well, a steal, two assists, 12 rebounds, 36 from field goal, 23 and a half from uh, three-point line there. And then Keyshawn Johnson also had, or Justice, sorry, had 20 points, steal, three assists, nine rebounds, 36 from field goal, 22 from three, 100% from the line there. Pretty much does it there. And then leading the way for the Rockets would have been Nate Hinton, who had 27 points, 5 steals, 3 assists, 5 rebounds, 56 from field goal, 44 from 3, 83 from the line. Uh, Cam Whitmore, 25 points, 2 blocks, a steal, 3 assists, 4 rebounds, 52 from field goal, 36 from 3, 100% from the line there. Pretty much does it for all the notable names. Uh, Jamari Smith didn't play there. Neither did Ben Thompson, who I think is still injured, if I recall correctly. So, but yep, good one there for the Houston Rockets, who also, too, this was the other semifinal. So, we get Houston versus Cleveland in the semifinal, or in the championship game tonight at 9 o'clock. So, got that to look forward to. And then we have the Spurs taking on the Thunder with the Spurs winning 98-94. Uh, Jared Butler, 31 points, 3 steals, assists, 4 rebounds, 52 from field goal, 55 from 3, 100% from the line. Uh, Kaysom Wallace had another solid game, 13 points, a block, 3 steals, assists with 3 rebounds. 40 from field goal, 50 from 3, 100% from the line. Uh, Keontae John Johnson had a solid game there. 11 points, 2 steals, assist, three, or 3 rebounds, 57 field goal, 55 from 3, 50 from the line there. And then leading the way for the... Um, San Antonio Spurs would have been Eric Stevenson, who had 23 points, uh, 4 assists, 7 rebounds, shot 30 from field goal, 30 from 3, 100% from the line. Yeah, pretty much does it there, so good close one there for the San Antonio Spurs, 98-94. to then we have the Miami Heat taking on the Portland Trailblazers. 104-78 win for the Miami Heat. Leading the way for the Miami Heat is once again Orlando Robinson. 27 points, a block, 3 steals, 6 assists, 9 rebounds, 66 from field goal, 40 from 3, 83 from the line. Um, yeah. Drew Smith had 16 points as well, 13 or three steals, four assists, four rebounds, 35 from field goal, 100% from the line. Uh, Jamal Chang had 15 points, a block, assist, two rebounds, 60 from field goal, 50 from three, 100% from free throw line. There, so does it there for them, and then leading the way for the Portland Trailblazers would have been, uh, Duop Rieth, I think is how you say his name, I don't know, never heard of him, uh, 18 points, 2 blocks, steal, 2 assists, 6 rebounds, 40 from field goal, 33 from 3, or 75 from free throw line, also had Chris Murray, who had 12 points, 3 steals, 3 assists, 5 rebounds, 57 field goal, 33 from 3, 100% from the line there. I think that pretty much does it there. Uh, but yeah, good one there for the Miami Heat to close out their summer league action, 104 to 78. <coughs> and then the final game we will cover is the. 
Dallas Mavericks taking of the Atlanta Hawks. What a one to eighty win for the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, Kobe Bufkin leading the way for the Hawks final summer league game. Eighteen points, a block, a steal, assist, one rebound. That's pretty consistent there. One one rebound, one assist, one steal, one block. Um, thirty eight from field goal, hundred percent from free throw. Also had um, Tyson Eaton or ETN something like that. Uh, fourteen points, two assists, four rebounds, forty one from field goal, sixteen from three, hundred percent from the line. Um, yeah, pretty much does it there. And then leading the way for Dallas would have been Jordan Walker, who had 22 points, 3 assists, 3 rebounds, uh, shot 50 from field goal, 62 from 3, and 75 from the line. Also had Brandon uh, Randolph, who had 20 points, 2 rebounds, 53 from field goal, 42 from 3, 100% from the line. OMP had 11 points, a steal, assist with 5 rebounds, 33 from field goal, 100% from the line. Um, yeah, had Derek Lively who had 10 points, 6 rebounds there. Uh, AJ Lawson had 11 points with 4 steals, 4 rebounds. And then Mike Miles Jr., 12 points, 8 assists, 5 rebounds there. So, all pretty solid games there. And yeah, that'll end out the Summer League coverage for today. Uh, like I said, uh, championship game is Houston versus Cleveland. If I had to pick one, it depends if Cam Whitmore is going to... I think if Cam Whitmore plays, I think I'm giving the edge to Houston. But if not, I think I'm kind of giving it to Cleveland. But I don't know. Should be a good game regardless. So, um, so yeah, that does it for Summer League recap. Uh, now we're just going to kind of talk about some trade rumors going around the NBA and that. So, there's a report that came out, um, as you can see on the video portion of this um, episode of the podcast here, uh, from NBA Central, uh, Heat Insider, uh, Greg... Sal Salivan or something like that uh, predicts uh, what a final trade patch package for David Lillard would look like. So he thinks it would be Hero, Duncan Robinson, Nikola Jovic, four first round picks, and then three first round pick swaps on top of that. So essentially seven first round picks. Um, I think this is fair. And that, uh, if we, we could also go over to here, I kind of put it through Fanspo here and it does go through the money matches and that, which is the main thing. I just couldn't really add the pick swap. So that's kind of what you're looking at as, um, like a possible framework for a deal. I think this is what a deal would look like, but I think you could maybe, are you switching Jovic for... Hobby Hakas, it kind of just depends on your preference there. But we'll see if, uh, yeah, that trade ever gets done at all. Um, and then also there was another report, too, that the Toronto Raptors are also interested in Tyler Hero as well. The report says the Toronto Raptors can also be led, added to a list of teams that have expressed uh, interest in acquiring Hero as part of a multi-team trade talks between the Blazers and the Heat involving Lillard. League sources t tell the, or told uh, Hoops hype there. So, him and Toronto wouldn't be bad. I just, I don't know, I guess, like, who the Raptors would give up. Because I feel like they would have to, you know, ship someone else out. And, I mean, you can't ship out a Pascal Siakam and all that because... That just ain't going to work money-wise. That I feel like. I feel like they wouldn't just acquire too much. So, be interesting to yeah, see what uh, happens there. 
with that. I mean, I think him in Toronto would be a good, a good fit, excuse me, behind like, uh, beside like a Dennis Schroeder and a, uh, Scotty Barnes. Like that's your one through three, which ain't bad, honestly. I mean, I still don't think they're a play-in team, maybe, but I mean, maybe they can squeak it as like the final play-in spot, but we'll see. So, pretty much does it there. And then the final one that we're going to kind of talk about is um, there was a Pistons and Mavericks trade discussion apparently centered around Boyan Bodanovich and Killian Hayes. And coming back to the Pistons would have been Tim Hardaway Jr., who went to the University of Michigan, and Jamal McGee, who's from Michigan. Uh, it says league sources say that the talks were sturdy enough to discuss a potential trade framework. Uh, Boyan and Killian Hayes coming to Dallas, Tim Hardaway and Joel McGee going out, but it is unclear what else would have been required from each party to expand it to a four-team four deal and what has ultimately caused those trade talks, however, sources are, however, serious to stale. So, basically, the trade is kind of fell apart there. Um, I also put this one too into Fanspo works out money wise, so it would work. Um, I would like it because it kind of gets us off the Killian Hayes deal of that because he's not that good, honestly, in that, and it also gives gets us off Bojan's two, or it also gets us off his two-year $20 million deal. So frees up some money there, because you're bringing in Tim Hardaway Jr., two-year 17.8, who would be a solid, I guess, kind of veteran piece. Same with Javel, two years, 5.7. Like, it is what it is, but I don't know. I just, I do think the Pistons need to make a move here because you got too many guards. Like, I'll even back out here and go to this and, like, because, yeah, you're, let me just clear this real quick and I'll read off. Like, because, yeah, you got Killian Hayes, Joe Harris, Cade, Alec Burks, Monte Morris, um, Ivy, Sasser, who we just drafted, you got Roddy Magruder, like, you're just, and then you got Jared Roden, who honestly has kind of played his way to me into a contract with the Pistons, um, based on summer league performance, but, yeah, I don't know, it's, something's gotta happen with the Pistons here, whether it's you trade Boyan, which... I'd hate to see, but it is what it is. I mean, he's not going to be the long-term answer. He's 34, doesn't fit that timeline. Um, same with, like, Joe Harris, but I don't really see them trading him. I think they'll just eat that $19.9 million, not re-sign him this offseason because he's, like, 31, doesn't really fit. Um, yeah, but so... I don't know, it'll be interesting to see what uh, happens here. And also, too, I mean, you got, like, uh, Zach Levine, you got Zion, who's potentially on the open market. Like, it's it's going to be crazy. I wish something would kind of heat up to kind of, you know, give uh, something to talk about here. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how... Uh, how this uh, play pans out coming to down because uh, we're basically kind of getting into uh, here in a month or so the uh, preseason games and all that will start. So be interesting to see if like Lillard gets moved and the other big names like I said mentioned get moved. So, but yeah, I think that'll pretty much do it. Um, follow us on the. Uh, socials at Duckathon Pod on uh, Instagram, uh, Twitter, TikTok. Haven't really posted any TikToks and all that. Um, 
it is what it is. Just nothing to really post on there right now. So, yeah, we will be back Wednesday with a um, breakdown of the Championship Summer League game and any other news and all that that pops up. So, have a good one, guys. Bye.